Ah. The following program contains graphic material, including offensive language. Viewer discretion is advised. Glorious. It's 7 o'clock, St. Louis, and you're tuned in to the Heavy Hitters on the all-new 590 The Fan, 105.7 HD2 FM, and InsideSTL.com. When I'm driving the car, I get to choose the radio station. As they break down sports, pop culture, and everything STL. We get to turn it up. Let's turn it up. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Tuesday evening edition of the Heavy Hitters. Matt Berger and Clay Byersdorfer from RedbirdDaily.com behind the microphones. John Giamatti Rudolph with the hard part behind the dials, making sure that we stay on the air. We're live from the Frank and Helen's Pizzeria Studios right here in the all-new 590 The Fan, 105.7 HD2 FM and InsideSTL.com. The Belmont Automotive phone line is available at 855-282-8255. The text line, 855-282-8255. And you can tweet the show as well, at 590 Heavy Hitters. Joining us at 720 will be Dane Mizutani, who covers the Minnesota Wild for the St. Paul Pioneer Press. And then at 8 o'clock, our friend Howard Balzer from BalzerFootball.com and the Hall of Fame show on the NFL channel on Sirius XM. All guests appear courtesy of Bellman Automotive, BellmanCDJR.com. So another uh, Cardinals game, another embarrassment. It's kind of seemed to be a, too, too often a trend uh, last night in the nation's capital. As they lost to the Natinals to the tune of fourteen to six, just an overall ugly game. I I, I don't I was, know if you. I was an embarrassed. I was embarrassed to be an American last <laughs> night. Honestly, that I, display in our nation's capital. It was ugly for all of us. Who, who, who had a more embarrassing uh, display in the nation's capital? The Cardinals last night or Sean Spicer today? Uh, I mean, all jokes. I mean, Spicer today just you know put his put his foot in his mouth. Um, I, I mean, we won't even go go there because it's a sports talk radio show but man i mean just just you know when when you want to get positive about the cardinals i mean they just go ahead and what lay, is with lay, this bullpen lay an egg i mean what what's with the bullpen what's with the offense you know okay um, the, 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 i think the okay i'm more worried about the bullpen the, than the I, bullpen the bullpen i am is, much more worried about the bullpen really, than i am the offense well adam wainwright also did not have a fantastic outing he, he and, didn't and then, and then when you leave your bullpen to to you know get through five six innings, it's it's not a good you you can't rely on a bullpen to go that long and expect fantastic results. You know that's just a numbers game. Um, you know, but we we what we're you know ten twelve games in now. You know, just short of that, but it it was ugly to say the least. I I am going to keep saying this until every single card carrying member of the BFIB believes me. Adam Wainwright is no longer an ace. It, it doesn't it's mean it's been established. It doesn't mean that you can't cheer for him. It doesn't mean that you can't wear the Wainwright jersey or jersey to uh, Bush Stadium. It doesn't mean that he's a bad guy. He's still a great guy. Fantastic gentleman. Yeah. It does. It just means that night in and night out, he's not going to give you a solid uh-huh. start where he's going to have like you no. know flirting with double digit strikeouts no. and maybe give up an earned run or two. No. Now, can he still do that every once in a while? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Consistently? No. He no. can't he can no longer do it. Um I don't know if you heard uh Hannah and I uh during Team 590 at night, but I said that I'm going to start calling uh O Cecil Sigrist and Brox in the Fire Brigade because <laughs> 
Every time they fire come, fire brigade. I, yeah, I like that. Every time they come out, I mean, they just get it just explodes all over the infield, all over the field. None of them have an ERA in the single digits. Every no. single one of them have a, have a double digit ERA. It's like holding a firecracker and lighting it and just waiting, you know, to see like how long it takes till it explodes in your hand. Honestly, oh, O's uh, uh, ERA is thirteen and a half. Uh, Brett Cecil's ERA is fifteen. Oof. Kevin Seeger's ERA is 19.29, and Jonathan Broxton, his ERA is 16.88. I was going to play a game with you today. Uh, what's higher, the uh, the ERA of these individuals or the, the closing stock price of, of United <laughs> Airlines? Oh, man. Uh, gosh, you know, none of them, none of them have, you know, looked fantastic. None of those are... You know, if they were yards per carry, that you know they'd be good. They'd be good numbers in the NFL. But yeah, it, it's and honestly, you know, the question begs is where where do they go? You know, what where where are these you know roles being defined? Like you know, we paid all this money for Brett Cecil in the offseason. You're stuck with him. It's these are the guys. I mean, these are the guys. We don't have any you know top relievers. We don't have any hot pitching prospects right now. You know, to bring up you know huge fireball ballers. You know, to to really bring up to save this bullpen. You know, you don't look this early outside to be like, okay, let's make a big move this early. I mean, these are your guys. These I are mean, your guys. They, you you, you, you got to throw them out there, and they they got to figure it out. They just got to have the power of the way, their way through it. Yeah. Uh, this could not have started any worse for Brett Cecil. Oh, absolutely. I mean, not. It, it it all started on that Thursday night game, yep. or that Thursday afternoon game rather, where he he had that horrible inning. Yep. And of the bomb, yeah, sure. <laughs> absolutely. It blew it blew the game, and then you have the the ball sticking to Yachty's chest protector, and then after the game is over, bolts. Yeah, you duck the media. I understand that you you said that you were sitting there and you're waiting for the media to show up, but you assume that they were busy with Mike Matheny, and you know I understand that you, if you have kids and normally at night when you're pitching and you get home, they're your already first game. A, your first game though, it's your first you, you, game. And you got to know. And this is a media who is not familiar with you at right. all. And you, you, gotta, have to, you have to sit there. These guys, you, you do not have normal jobs. No. I it's not a nine to five. <laughs> I understand that you had a bad day at the office and you wanted to go home and, you know, see your kids and forget about the whole day even ever happening. I get all that. I really do. I understand that. But. You're not working at a refinery. You're not mm-hmm. working at a factory. You're not working in an office someplace. Mm-hmm. You are a relief pitcher in Major League Baseball. You're getting paid millions and millions and millions of dollars. You do not have a normal job, dude. You have to sit there and you have to take it. You have to wait for the media to get there. And you have to answer. Well, Brett Cecil's glad that he's in play for, you know, he's he's glad that he plays for a, you know, a journalistic society, I'll call it that. That is forgiving and, and is nice. You know, if he plays for a club like, you know, the Red Sox, the Yankees, or, you know, some of these East Coast teams that just get obliterated in the media, you know, where one mistake is turned into just this large, huge, just, you know, blown out of proportion thing. You know, he skips a media day or misses something like that. You know, Brett Cecil is, you know, he he's skipping these things and, you know, he's he's being treated okay, but Man, he he's in some hot water. Could you right imagine now. if he done if he did that like in New York, absolutely, or Chicago, or he, Los Angeles? Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, Boston, Saint, yeah, Saint Boston, Louis they would a, Boston, they would have ran him right out of town. He's a fair. I mean, he's in a fair media market right now. He's in if he you know, does he's, that he's in LA, a, he's in a soft media he's market a soft, right now. That's what I'm saying. I mean, fair is you know just like pushing it. It but. it it, <laughs> it, it, it the, the media market in St. Louis 
does it, it, media markets don't get get much softer no. than the one in St. Louis safe. because it's safe. This you, is a safe space. Th- this is a <laughs> this is a two sport town, but you would almost maybe argue even like a sport and a half. Yeah. Uh, type town, and if you get excommunicated by the St. Louis Cardinals, and you're a sports journalist, you yeah. are dunsky. Yeah, uh, we do it's have the last a, thing you want. It's the last thing you want. We do have a text coming in from the three one four. Can I critique your lousy show when you're done with your cards rant? No, you can do it right now, dude. Go for it. Yeah, text it right in. I don't. You, you could text. Welcome. You could text in the critique anytime. I want to critique his text right <laughs> after that. <laughs> it's was probably, it all? Sp- was it spelled right? Correctly. Yeah, it, it was. It was spelled correctly. Fantastic. Yep, you're soft, all right, from the 314. Well, I'm, I'm chubby. Well. Doughy. Yeah. That's the way to look at it. Welcome that. <laughs> Coming out hot to start the show. I'm I telling like you it. that everybody's all fired up. No, I love it. The, the text machine always does get fired up. I love it. I, love um, it. I, I am not as concerned about the starting lineup other than where the manager is playing Matt Adams every once in a while because sometimes guys, they start a little bit slower coming out of spring training. You go from the the warm climate of Florida. You get here in St. Louis. Yeah, I understand it. It hasn't been overly cold, but it hasn't been Florida either. And now you're on the road and you're in the nation's capital where I'm sure it's not balmy. Uh, it's, not, it's not balmy either. So it's going to take the body a little bit used to – to get to getting back in these cold weathers to the cold weather and sometimes some of these players they don't play well in the cold weather they play better when it's warmer Matt Holiday was famous for that Matt Holiday always started out slow and it seemed like when June came around and the temperature started to rise so did his offensive production yeah it's very true uh, you know when the when the weather starts to get warmer the bats get hotter too it's it's no secret um, the problem for the Cardinals is going to be May is an incredibly tough month schedule wise for them. And um, they they need to win games in April to to kind of you know to you know alleviate that they have a very tough schedule in May and uh, you know if if these bats aren't going to start to warm up towards the end of April and you know it really gets into May and they start facing tougher pitching and you know the other team's bats get hot too and the bullpen starts to you know continues to blow up like it's blowing up it's like well where are the Cardinals really going to be at the end of May that's the question you have to ask yourself. Some more texts coming in from Nelly's Band-Aid. Nothing like her taking season's averages a week into the season. Keep up the good work. Uh, yeah, but this is starting to look a lot like last season. That's the reason why I'm bringing it up. This movie looks awfully familiar. We're, we're seven minutes into this movie, and it's looking like a movie that we've already seen before. Uh, son of Bill Pullman's Independence Day speech, do you think Rosenthal is going to get the closer job back? I think he might. He's got every opportunity in the world because nobody else is pitching like they want the closer role right now. And O has not been very good no. starting out. He's he hasn't been very good, and he O is thirty five years old too. So it's going to be one of those things where eventually that age is going to catch up. It's been a lot of oh no. Our biggest fan for the three one four coming back in. Your show is so awful. You have to read my text ten minutes into your waste of airtime. Well, you know what three one four? You're listening to me. Yeah, you're still there. You're still there. Hi. Unless you're being held hostage, <laughs> and someone's making you listen to this waste quote quote unquote waste of airtime. Your life is that terrible that you're listening to a small radio show and texting in. You can't even call. Good to hear from you, though. I like to see Dexter Fowler start to get going, though. That's the one that right now, you, you heard Joe Madden say about Dexter Fowler last year, as you go, you go, we go. And that needs to be the same here, too. Yeah, it, it, it's, it would be nice to see Dexter Fowler get going, especially with how Diaz is playing. I, one of the brighter spots you know in the Cardinals lineup I think is you you see that from Diaz you see that potential and you know I, I did a piece for the Redbird Daily and one of the, one of the bits that I did is 
the lineup will go for the Cardinals as one, two, and three go for them, and that's going to be Fowler, Diaz, and Carpenter. Um, you know, when they work counts, when they get on the bases, and they, you know, they're aggressive on the base pass. Um, this this club can can do some things offensively, um, but that starts at the top of the order, top of the order, like you said. If Fowler can do those things, um, and you can utilize his speed on the base pass. Um, this club can be really dynamic, you know, uh, offensively for sure. Fowler right now is not even batting his weight. He's batting 148. His on-base percentage is 258. Um, not what we're paying him for. No, know, not, at, not at all, but I, I, I'm confident that's going to turn around. It's going to turn around. Um, Matt Carpenter, he his batting average is 208. It is on-base percentage is 310. Uh, right now, the, 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 the player with the best batting average is Yadier Molina. He's batting 318 with a 407 on-base percentage. And right behind him is, is uh, Alinimus Diaz, who's batting 250. And his on-base percentage is 250. Well, that's probably why they have Molina hitting uh, three tonight, then. It could very well be. <laughs> I'm just happy to see Jose Martinez finally getting getting some at bats at uh, at first base tonight. At I, first at, base, at, I will add he's uh, played I think uh, three three games in in the minor leagues at first base and all of his other games in the outfield. So um, it it's good to see him finally get a shot. Um, you know, uh, I was you know watching a little bit of the game earlier. Won't get too much into it. Um, had had another solid AB. Um, but yeah, he, he definitely needs to, you know, get, get more ABs. Everything that he's done to this season has been, you know, productive. Um, you know, the Matt Adams experiment in left field is not working thus far. Um, we'll see if that continues to be a trend. Um, but Jose deserves some time in the outfield too. He, all he did in, in spring training was rake. Was rake. Was rake. And I'm not saying he should have been a starting left fielder coming out of the gate, but I think he should have been out there before Matt Adams should have been. A hundred percent, hundred percent. And if you, it, you know, especially with a guy coming in, at, coming into the regular season as hot as he was, you'd think you'd find a way to get that bat alone in the lineup. Because if you let that bat, you know, cool off, you know, who says he can just pick back up where he, you know, left off? You know, you try to get that bat, you know, going again. That guy, you know, is going to fall out of rhythm eventually. You know, game time rhythm. Um, you know, Jose definitely needs to be playing right now, so it's good to see that he's in the lineup uh, tonight, and uh, we'll see where you know things shake out for him in in the coming weeks here. Another text coming in from Nelly's Band-Aid. Remind uh, what Tony Larusa said about critiquing his team a week into the season. Yeah, I remember that because I mean I listen to the midday grind. They're, they talk, they say that all the time. You know, you you don't think Dexter Fowler's going to hit? You don't think uh, Steven Piscotti's going to hit? You don't think? Uh, uh, Matt Carpenter's going to hit. No, I, I think eventually they're going to turn around. That's why I said I'm not. Mo- I'm more worried about the bullpen than I am the lineup. Yeah, they're going to turn around. Yeah, I think they're just getting reacclimated to the regular season, reacclimated to the colder weather, and they're going to come around. The bullpen is the thing that worries me the yeah. most. The the hitting is is less of a concern as as like you said the bullpen, be- and it's not one or two guys even in the bull. It's the collective bullpen, like everybody involved in the bullpen that has just poor, you know, performed very, very poorly. I mean, you read the numbers, you know, just a little bit ago. I mean, it's it's everybody up and down the bullpen that has just been atrocious, and uh, you know, it, it's it's uh, you know, it's a little bit of cause for concern moving forward. We'll say a commercial break, and then coming up on the other side, we're going to be joined by Dane Mizutani, who covers the Minnesota Wild for the St. Paul Pioneer Press. Right here on the Heavy Hitters, live from the Frank and Helen's Pizzeria Studios on the all-new 590 The Fan, 105.7 HD2 FM, and InsideSTL.com. She only me for my pimp juice. 